Hello, world. This is your friend, Beaks Vibe Talking, coming to you from the Vibe House Media headquarters. And this is the first episode, the pilot episode, of the greatest music NFT podcast show ever. And this episode's going to be titled The Why, because I need to explain why I feel compelled to do this. Because I did not wake up and think to myself, you know what the world needs? Another podcast. But I did wake up to myself and think, you know what the world needs? More of me. And so here I am, giving myself to you. But in all seriousness, I do feel compelled to contribute to this space more because I do care deeply about it. And not only am I going to give you my most sincerest, hottest, authentic takes, but I'm here to tell you the truth, even when it hurts. And there's a lot of truth that will hurt when it comes to music NFTs in the crypto space at large. But that's coming up later. This is really about my why and who I am and who the hell am I? Well, friends... My name is Beaks Vibe. I'm mainly a music producer. I live in Los Angeles. And I've done many things, many a thing out here in Los Angeles as a working audio engineer, working a music producer, working independent artist, uh, creator, what have you, right? I tweeted the other day, the, there's an old adage that we've all heard probably of, you know, you need seven streams of income to become wealthy or to become a millionaire. But in the music industry, you need seven streams of income just to stay afloat. And, you know, that's why I've had to wear many hats in this industry, right? Everything from being a recording engineer, just a hired gun, to being a mixing and mastering engineer, to being a music producer, to I've owned and operated a recording studio, a record label. I've been a talent manager, an artist manager, a songwriter. I've even turned down a songwriting deal. So, you know, there's a lot of things you've had to do. I've even done, you know, big business out here in Hollywood, California is ADR, additional dialogue recording. I've even been a podcast producer, um, not this podcast, but for a different podcast, right? So, you know, I've had to do a lot of these kind of, you know, you just always taking on gigs. Um, and that's how you do it kind of in the independent realm. And so why am I attracted to Web3 music? I have always believed in the kind of the independent economic value than artists should be able to have for themselves. And over the years that I've been in LA, the media landscape has shifted in a way where the direct-to-consumer business, the distribution networks of all different kinds have been completely disrupted. And it really, really intrigues me. And I don't just want to be a you know someone on the standby while this all goes on. And so I want to manifest the future with you all. Anyone that's listening to this podcast, uh, you know, we're going to try and grow this thing as organically as you've ever seen anything grow. If I get above and exceed 10 listeners, I'll call this a, uh, a wild victory, a wild victory. Because this is a niche little target audience I know I'm going for, right? Not just crypto, not just Web3, but, you know, music NFTs and very particular. You know, when I'm looking at the landscape, there's not a lot. I mean, if I felt like there was something to... Uh, kind of filled this need, I would not be sitting here in my own studio recording this. And there's a lot of different ways you can, you know, one can contribute to the space. I, you know, I've been a consumer and a listener for the last two years taking in kind of the crypto space. And, you know, I remember listening to the Bankless Boys, you know, on their podcast, shout out to those guys. 
that both of them, when they first got started getting involved in how they were thinking about contributing to, you know, Ethereum and the crypto space, you know, they started writing about it or journaling and doing these different things or tweet threads. And, and that is one way of obviously of how you can get, you know, your voice, your perspective, your take on things out. Um, I just don't like writing that much. And the other funny thing too, you know, is like I didn't have to go out and buy a podcasting setup or something. I wasn't that compelled to do it, but I was sitting here going, I've got the gear. I just have to turn it on and sit here and ramble, you know, for 15 minutes and I can create these. And I do feel like I want to contribute to the space more. So, you know, we're going to try and grow this. And so that's why this is going to be titled very optimally, the greatest music NFT podcast show ever. And hopefully that's what you're searching for, because that's what I'm giving you. And these are going to be short and sweet. I'm going to be hosting this by myself, you know, but I'm also open to however this thing grows and manifests itself. So whether there's co-hosts in the future, whether I'm doing interviews in the future, I'm open to it all. If you want to find me on Twitter, it's at BeeksVibe. I don't have any landing pages or uh, social media for this podcast yet, but that is all to be determined. This is really kind of just my testing episode and pilot episode. So if you are listening to this in any capacity, that is me having deemed it to be good enough to go ahead and send it out to the real world. Because this is really me just kind of testing what it even sounds like to sit here and record myself. Because I'll be honest with you guys, with you folks, listener, dear listener. But, you know, this is mainly just about my why. Kind of just introducing myself to you all. Telling you who I am. That I've been, you know, listen, as a music producer living in Los Angeles... You know, I've generated, you know, as from a music production standpoint, you know, millions upon millions of streams with independent artists uh, of all different kinds. You know, I've worked with kind of the different so- social media influencers out here in LA, um, all from kind of the Vine to YouTube to TikTok era. I've kind of seen the whole thing unfold. And so, you know, we're going to get into music NFTs and, and how it's creating kind of just new opportunities to create product you know, as a creator, you know, when you sit there as a music producer, well, my own testament, first you kind of had the rising of like the EDM DJ and like Skrillex, right? Who was like a huge pioneer at the time, you know, he showed the world and producers like, hey, you can get out of the studio and tour your own music. That was insanely cool. You're like, wait, you know, because the traditional way you're thinking, I need like a vehicle to produce. Like I need an artist, uh, you know, who's going to be like the face of the business, face of the brand. And, you know, as a producer, you know, I was always identifying in my, in my head, like I'm the behind the scenes guy, right? And so you're kind of always limiting yourself when this whole direct to consumer from a brand standpoint thing has shifted in media, where like everyone's their own brand now. And that is a trend that I totally believe is directionally up into the right for every single person, whether you're a writer, an engineer, right? I mean, it's like not even like a, I'm not talking about like a software developer, like, you know, vocal engineers, recording engineers, tracking engineers, if you're quick and fast and efficient with it, you know, everyone can become a brand now. I think it's just, you know, with digital scarcity, of NFTs, with everyone being able to be their own brand, you no longer need this vehicle to take you somewhere. You can just make it yourself. You can manifest it yourself. And yeah, you know, listen, I kind of identify myself now as a music industry or Web2 music industry expat. So when I talk about being behind the scenes as a producer, one of the things that I've never done is release music by myself or under my own name, rather. And so 
I've kind of taken a backseat in producing for other artists while I've been working on kind of my own thing. And part of where I'm going with all of this is eventually releasing some of my own music natively as a Web3 artist, which I'm super excited about. So part of this podcast will be kind of tracking that journey. But really, this is for me to kind of give a weekly take on on what I believe to be the reality of the situation. I don't just want to say we're still early and, and hope that music NFTs take us to a promised land that we can't even, uh, you know, color with our eyes closed. You know, we need to be able to truly understand where it is we want to go and figure out together how we're getting there, right? Because even when you listen to guys like Blau, who shout out to Blau, but I mean, this guy has been here before so many of us, definitely me. And even to this day, he says, the technological guardrails aren't there. The infrastructure is not there of what he wants the future to look like. And this is somebody who, you know, was popping off with music NFTs in 2018. So here we are, 2022, at the end of it. And, you know, there's a lot to be developed still. But what is here for sure, the reason why I'm here, is the narrative of the kind of the cultural ethos is here. And that's who I'm going to be a ringleader for, because the thing I feel like I have not given the world is kind of my perspective on things when I feel like that's kind of been what I've always or what I've always been able to give as either an independent record label owner or an artist manager or as just a music producer in the studio with artists, right? Like those internal private conversations about kind of the business and talking about, you know, what's the future and what's the strategy and the marketing and the release schedule and the music video and the singles and is it going to be an album or an EP? And do we, you know, finesse this to a music NFT drop and the mints and this and that, right? So there's a lot of kind of experience and I feel like it's just, I'm right there in the mix of like what it is to be an independent creator who, you know, just barely keeps their head above water in the regular music scene, having to do, you know, earning seven different streams of income. Right. And so I'm here to give it to you, right? I got nothing to lose. Um, This is not another stream of income, this podcast, but, you know, I need to get this off my chest and I'd rather do it like this and sit it in my uh, recording studio and go ahead and just talk into a mic endlessly by myself as I host this thing uh, solo uh, instead of like writing, you know, some tweet thread about music NFTs and something like that. Just my personal style. I love reading the music NFT tweet threads. I always save them. I always read them. I repost a lot of them. But that's just not going to be the best way for me to kind of word vomit my, my, my real two cents to the world. So like I said, let's recap what it be said. I know I'm finding a small niche target audience with this podcast, and that's the point. Um, you know, I've said that, you know, the first mover advantage is the independent artist in this situation. You know, music industry has slept on adapting to new technology every single time. When it was the magnetic tape, they were afraid, and with, you know, which was the cassette, they were afraid of the CD. When it was the CD, they were afraid of the computer and the internet. When it's the MP3, they're afraid of streaming. And now that it's streaming, they're afraid of NFTs and digital scarcity because streaming is inherently unlimited, right? It's like no one needs to own anything anymore. Just stream it forever. And the streaming model is not going away. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that the independent artist has a different revenue stream, a different revenue model, a different market, different economics to play with. And why not? 
I mean, let's not let history repeat itself for the, you know, umpteenth time with the music industry. And you know, and it's like, you know what they're going to do. That's predictable. You know, the music industry is going to stay asleep behind the wheel. This is really for just anyone who wants to explore kind of the different way uh, that as a creator, you can create digital product, digital scarcity. You can own your audience in a much more deliberate, intentional, detailed, personalized way, more intimate. You know, you don't want your audience to live in the music video, YouTube comment section or in your Instagram comments. You know, you want to be able to own that relationship. You know, you should be able to monetize that relationship. You should be able to know who your best and biggest fans are. And they should know how they can support you, right? Does it have to just be a live performance and tour? Or can it be something more in the digital world? Something new. Find a new audience. That's kind of what I'm excited about. Because that's one of the things you've had, you know, I've had conversations with so many different people that there's kind of a, there's a different conversation happening, right? Whether an artist is trying to convince a producer or vice versa about Web3 music versus a Web2 artist that's trying to go Web3 and then convince their fan base. And that can be just one person or that can be, you know, 100,000 people that they're trying to convince versus, you know, just a Web3 artist that could be native. There's a, you know, there's chance for artists to literally only launch music on Web3 platforms. That's an opportunity I have in my future, which is something I'm excited about. You know, I'm a music producer that's been in the game for almost 10 years, but I've never released music under my own name. And now with music NFTs and everything, that would be more of the style I'm thinking about. And even so, to go as far as to not release, you know, intentionally not release it on Web2 streaming platforms. But this isn't the show about my art. I'm just sitting here looking at how much time I still have to record this podcast. But this is episode one. This is the why. I'm doing this thing by myself. If there's ever a co-host or interviews in the future, we'll let that be. My email is beaksvibe at gmail.com. Social media is at beaksvibe, uh, the handle for pretty much everything. But I'm really only on Twitter. I just launched a TikTok. If you want to find me there, you can. But that's it. And that's what I'm thinking it's going to be. It's right. It's going to be the TikTok, it's the Twitter, and it's the podcast. And that's what the that's what the Beaks Vibe Empire is going to be for now. And we're going to walk through this journey of music NFTs together. And we'll explore the scene. And that's all I got for you. So that's the take for week one for the test pilot. And I will see you all next week. This has been your friend, Beaks Vibe. Thank you.